Whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships, I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Ageless. Happy 2020. Woo! So it's just my mom and I today, and we're just catching up with you guys, getting back to the roots, I guess. Maybe we can talk about what we did for the New Year celebration. I think it's something that is, you know, we're, we're all sharing this celebration and start of the new year. We were in Australia. So we got to celebrate first. We all relate to the game. We were already in 2020. Yeah, it was, it was kind of weird trying to figure out what day it was there and what day it was in New York and what day it was in California. But we had a beautiful, beautiful time in Byron Bay surfing, eating delicious oh food. God. I want to move and there. That town was, was literally... I feel like it was curated for me. Like people were saying, Kit, you are never going to want to leave there because everyone just is tan, eats super healthy, works out. Everyone's an amazing surfer. Everyone's very happy and very kind. And one thing we noticed was that people would be sitting at cafes just chatting with their friends and like connecting with people genuinely and never on their phones. Walking down the street, not on their phones, never, you never even saw a phone. It was incredible. Like just an incredible change from what we're used to in New York where everybody is just constantly like buried in their phones walking down the street. So it was a refreshing way to start the new year in that sort of environment. So Byron, Byron was so beautiful and, and just magical in so many ways. But I have to say, while we were there, the bushfires really started to escalate. And since we've, we've left, it's really escalated to extreme, extreme proportions. And it's, it's become a global crisis. And we are donating a portion of our proceeds to the Australian Red Cross. And below the podcast in the description, we will add a few of the charities that we will be donating to that we hope that you guys will also donate to. We've been talking about resolutions and how we really don't like that word. I don't like that word. It sounds scary like something you have to do, but you don't really want to do it. And it sounds like (laughs) this is a bad habit you have, or this is a negative thing about yourself that you want to change. And I think that a better reset is to think about a more positive, more positive changes that you want to make. And it's kind of the same thing and it's kind of just semantics, but I think that, you know, you really, it is like, um, all mental anyway. So you really, I think to start out with a more positive 
way to categorize it. So either a bucket list or... I think it needs to be reframed as well. I completely agree. I think that at the end of the day, we looked this up. Yeah, it's 80% of New Year's resolutions fail, and most of them fail by February. Which is just crazy, and it's and I think a lot of it has to do with the framing around it. It's so strong. It's yeah. so like you must resolve this thing yeah. about yourself or exactly. you, you're, you're a bad person. I remember, well, actually, I'm one of those, the freak people who actually made a New Year's resolution and like stuck to it. And mine was to start working out like two years ago. And then it kind of, you know, I started working out all the time then and really made it into a lifestyle. But I remember the first year I joined a gym right near our house and I was like, I am going to go five days a week. And I was so committed. And in, in January, I remember going after high school and every single machine was taken up every single treadmill, every single elliptical. This is a huge gym. All day, people were packed into this gym. And then it was February, and I would go after school, and people started to wean out. And by March, April, I could go there and get any machine I wanted. You know, even at rush hour, 5, 30, 6 p.m., gym was not as packed, nearly as packed as it was in January. And it just goes to show that making those harsh resolutions for yourself are not successful. And so I think our goal is to reframe the resolution. I just think it's exciting if you think like, oh, this is what I want to do this year, Mm -hmm. rather than like, this is something that I don't want to do this year, you know? So uh, I I started a little bucket list, and I think it's good if things carry over because it's just reinforcing, exactly. you know, something that you, you made a, res- a resolution or it was on your bu- bucket list last year, mm-hmm. you know, so for you. Like a success list. Like think of like, oh, I was really successful this year in cooking dinners at home most nights of the week. And I want to carry that into the new year. So that's something that I was successful at in 2019. And I'm proud of myself for it. I congratulate myself for it. And I'm bringing it into the new year on my bucket list. So let's continue that. And then you wrote some other ones. like Well, I just like things, things like maybe something that you started last in 2019, but now you're taking it up a notch. So I love stand-up comedy. I listen to it in the morning when I'm getting ready. And then instead of a holiday party, in my company, I like to start the new year, the first week in January, with a get pumped for the new year party. And it's always a surprise. And I like to do something that will either be, it'll. It, I think it's, I like people to be able to experience something maybe they've never done before, seen before, you know, just to kind of like open their horizons. 
And, you know, we've done... Step out of their comfort zone. Yeah, a little bit and just get excited for the new year rather than like celebrating something, the end of something. I like to celebrate the beginning. And we've gone to trapeze classes. We've done, we did axe throwing last year. Go-kart racing. Go-kart racing. This year we are going to a comedy club. And so it's going to be so I always funny. join in on her company holiday <laughs> parties because they're so much fun. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. And then right after the February show, I'm going to take a little stand-up comedy class myself. So that does <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be reflected in our podcast, but I just think no it's a promises. good thing to do something. <laughs> it's a good thing to do do something that scares you. I think, you know, it, it's not going to hurt and it'll be, you know, a sense of humor is always good Yeah, to have about everything, and so instead about of, life. Yeah. Instead of framing it, it as like, I want to be more lighthearted and more funny in 2020. It's like, I am going to take a comedy class that's on my bucket list. Yeah. And so that's just like a fun thing for me to do. On my And definitely adding to that on my bucket list is I want to go to more live events in New York. And I downloaded the SeatGeek app. This is not sponsored, but I love them. And I love like seeing all the comedy events that are on there and all the sporting events and that stuff. And I feel like I don't take advantage of the fun, cool live events in New York enough. So that's on my bucket list for 2020. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's such a privilege to live in a city where there's so much going on. And, you know, you definitely don't want to be in a rut and like going to the same places and seeing the same thing. So I, I think just making yourself do that Actually, the day, I think it was January 2nd, we got back and Bill and I went to see jazz at the Village Vanguard, which I'm not really a huge jazz fan, but I thought it was a real New York experience that I really loved it. I really love, I mean, it was, you know, like a little bit like a the beginning of a PBS special or like a... <laughs> But you know, like, it's great like, pumpkin, Charlie Brown's walking through the field and you could hear, you know, I could see him while I was listening to jazz, but it was. But we grew, I mean, I grew up in the West Village and I've never been to the Village Vanguard. So it's like, you, it's those things that you never did that you're like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll go to this one live event and kind yeah, of Yeah, Marie's like, Crisis, you got to go there and sing show tunes one night. Just yeah. do it once. You yeah, know? exactly. So I know we want to go out a lot, but I also want to have people over to my house and kind of hang out at home a lot because I don't really invite people over. And, you know, we have like a house that we can entertain a little bit. So I want to be more conscious about inviting people over. I want to treat myself more because like she's so uh, she's so bad <laughs> she's so bad like i dye my own hair i bear I pluck my own eyebrows i 
do my own bikini wax. I'm get just your kidding. Nails I, done. I definitely don't Ew. do that. TMI. <laughs> she doesn't get her nails done. She like has one makeup product. Like literally. I like to travel light. Yeah. But sometimes like it, it's nice. She got herself a curling iron for her hair in 2019. And it was like the <laughs> biggest deal ever. And like life-changing, life-changing guys. People are always like, how do you only travel with carry-on? I'm, they're like, what about your toiletries? I'm like, you mean a toothbrush and a tiny thing of toothpaste? Yeah. Like that's about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't like to fuss with stuff like that. I don't really have time. Anyway, I'm going to do it more. Yeah. And. I'll help you with that. Thank you. <laughs> I find that so um, fun. And then things like, I mean, just to get a little bit serious, I have very strong sustainability initiatives happening in my company, switching over all our packaging to recycled and using recycled materials and and you and recycling our scraps of materials and our wetsuits and swim are already sustainable but just like making a much 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 bigger commitment to that i think that's the most important right now i want to see collect and make some more art in 2020 if possible seeing will be the easiest of those three I don't want to have too many things on my bucket list, but I just think overall, I think a general sort of like self-check-in on mental health is really important. I think it's something that um, people don't talk about a lot, but I do think it's, it's, it's really important in the, you know, in the world we live in, I think more and more it's, it's something that uh, we should talk about more. People should share and share their professionals that they like and, you know, different ways that they're dealing with their own mental health. Because I I do think it's something that can't be ignored. Like, I I mean, I'm, I'm from Illinois. I'm from a small town. It's like growing up, it was like you had sort of a, you had a, a crisis or you're depressed or whatever. And they're like, oh, here, have a Pop-Tart. It'll all be fine. You know, like it was never anything that anyone ever talked about, you know, have some comfort, have some Kraft mac and cheese, you know, have some comfort food. It'll all be better tomorrow, you know? And, And now I think it's something that, you know, I hope that I can share with friends and family that, you know, if if you're interested in joining a group or seeking help, Talk to your friends, Mm -hmm. talk to your family, talk to professionals. I think there's a huge movement in my generation that I've seen, like on social media with shows like Euphoria. I think it's becoming way more discussed in like a public sense. And I'm very happy about that. So I hope that continues. I think just a general commitment to wellness you know, is not just your body, but exactly. it's your mind also. And those two things go hand in hand and you can't really have one without the other. So I think it's, it's, it is something that is 
being more and more accepted. So I also have heard of another way to think about resolutions in the new year. And I read this thing about Melinda Gates. She chooses a word for the year. Which I love because it's just like so simple. You know, it's so simple and so powerful. Yeah. And and it's just only one word that you want to continually check in on. And, you know, maybe it's a post-it on your desk. Maybe it's, you know, something in your kitchen. Maybe your it's a next neck tattoo. Bed. Maybe it's a forehead <laughs> tattoo. Maybe it's an ass tattoo. But it's one that word. That would be hard to keep reminding yourself <laughs> yeah. of that. I love the idea of having a word. It's a great, simple way to like have a mantra kind of for the new year. And I posted on Instagram for 2020 and I said that my word for 2020 was going to be investment. And I think it means a number of different things for me going into the new year. One is that I really want to focus on investing in friendships and relationships. I have a tendency to isolate myself, especially when I'm stressed out. And my goal for this year is to not do that as much. So investing in friendships, investing in relationships is one of the things that I want to work on for 2020. And then secondly, investment to me is working on learning more about my finances. I have a wonderful accountant who is very old-fashioned but can teach me a lot about investing and managing my finances and all of that and adulting, which is really stressful. But I actually really like learning about all of that stuff and getting organized. And it's stuff that you don't learn in school, which I really wish you did. But one of my goals is to read more about investing and to talk more about investing because I think it's a topic that I wish was introduced earlier in life, managing finances. And then thirdly... I want to continue investing in myself in 2020. Part of that is, I think, the mental health lens. I am finally going to get a therapist this year, and I've just been putting it off. Not for any, like, stigma reason or whatever. It's just, like, I've—it's always, like, the type of thing where it's, like, going to the gym, kind of, where it's, like— oh, I'm too busy, or it's like the same excuses. But I really do want to focus on my mental health in 2020. So finally going to do that. Luckily, I have so many friends that have already given me recommendations. So I'm going to go through the dating process of finding a therapist (laughs) shortly, which I've heard is very, it is like going on like a dating app um, to find the right person. But I'm excited for that. And I guess lastly, investing in myself is also about health and wellness. And for the past week, I have been so sick. I got the flu the second we got back from our trip. 
And I've not been able to get back into my workout routine or anything, which sucks. But it's made me appreciate my health so much more, like kind of being stripped of it for the past week. So I'm super excited to get back into that and investing in that for 2020. Cool. I guess my word might be exploration, which is kind of broad and kind of general, but I think you do have to keep reminding yourself to explore new ideas and new activities and new places and new people and and just keep pushing yourself to see new things. And I think that's the best way to stay original and be a more open and interested and interesting. Agreed. Love that. So let us know what your guys' words are for 2020. I want to hear them. Or what's on your bucket list. Yeah. And what's on your bucket list. So yeah, I guess we did a little short episode today. We love you guys and happy 2020. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 